Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. No great adventure ever started with, so there I was on the couch. Adventures should be fun. Adventures should be rugged. Adventures should take you someplace new. And if you ask me, there's no better place to start your adventure this spring than at your local Honda dealer, where new Hondas are arriving daily. Check out the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, Accord, Civic, and more. So you can stay on the couch if you want to, but I'm going to find adventure in a new Honda. Hurry into your local Honda dealer before they're gone. Here at Total Wine and More, you'll find what you love and love what you find, especially our totally low prices. I'm firing up the grill for burgers and want to impress the neighbors. This Cabernet is sure to take your burgers to the next level. Nice. Wow. And look at that price. Well done. I prefer medium or air. <laughs> your neighbors will love it. Find what you love, love what you find. Only at Total Wine and More. With the lowest prices in the DMV. Drink responsibly, B21. Goldilocks Productions broadcasts universal cosmic frequencies that unlock, awaken, and expand the consciousness of our worldwide viewers and listeners. Goldilocks Productions presents the Inspiration from Spirit show with your host, Reverend Lee Chapin. The focus and goal for this show is to assist humanity in the awakening of a new level of consciousness that will bring peace to planet Earth. Welcome. Hi, I'm Lee Chapin. I've been gone for a couple of weeks and I've missed you all. So thank you all for joining me again, although the loyal listeners and those who are just tuning in for the first time, I've been gone for a couple of weeks, had a, a nice rest. And so um, hopefully I'm refreshed, I'm perky, I'm feeling good. The new Lionsgate energy has come in on 8-8, and so we're all going through new beginnings. And so if you wish to learn more about that, you can tune in to my Mary Magdalene message I brought forth today about the new beginnings. That'll be on my YouTube channel, Lee Chapin, Google Lee Chapin YouTube. Or you can see it on my website, Lee Chapin at com. excuse me. Uh, I put that also in Facebook and transcript form, and then I have the auto recording, but Anyhow, hopefully I'm refreshed, renewed, here, back with you all today. I have a lovely, lovely guest. She's one of the hosts here on Goldilocks Productions of the Psychic, the In the Psychic Flow. It's Carolyn Carey. So welcome to the show, Carolyn. Hi, thanks for having me, Lee. Yeah, you had me on your show and it's been some time and I've been wanting to get you on. And so now it's time. I think everything's in divine timing and divine order. So welcome, welcome to the show. And I'm refreshed, as I said. So took a couple of weeks off so I can be perky good. and have some good energy and smile again. So, yeah, some of these heavy good. energies can be a little bit heavy that we're going through. So, yeah. So I don't know about you, but you look, you look great. You look refreshed. You look ready to go and ready well, to thank do these- you. They <laughs> do, the, do these readings that we're going to do today. So we got a sure. quite a list here. So Carol Ann is from Sarasota, Florida. She's known as the psychic medium of Sarasota. Again, she is the host of the In Psychic Flow show on Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. She 
specializes in contacting those who have crossed over. Uh, she also does psychic boot camp training, mediumship work, group and gallery readings in Sarasota yep. only. So we're going to talk a little bit about all of that. But first of all, Caroline, introduce yourself to my listening audience and how you got started in this line of work. Oh, well, it's very nice to be here and to meet your listeners and viewers. Um, some of them that we share, I think uh, a lot of our radio show hosts, uh, TV show hosts, share a lot of the uh, uh, core audience. So I'm glad to see them showing up again today. Um, how did I get started in this? Was I was um, had a lot of loss in my life from a young age. And um, after my second husband passed, we were married a few years and uh, I really started to get into what is the other side like? And I started reading about mediumship and mediums that do that kind of work. And because I really wanted to know, I was angry, I was disappointed, I was guilty, you know, all of the uh, things that go through the grief process, feeling everything and getting stuck in certain stages of it. And I didn't understand what the other side was like. So even even with a Catholic background, I still wasn't sure exactly what goes on over there or if there even is an over there, you know? So I started reading some very famous, uh, about some famous people, Ruth Montgomery, Edgar Cayce. Uh, that's when Sylvia Brown was on TV uh, shortly after John Edwards came on. And I moved from New Jersey to where I had studied, started Reiki, uh, training, then moved to Pennsylvania to put my daughter through college. And then when she finished, I moved to Sarasota, Florida. So in the, in the meantime, I still kept up with my Reiki and uh, I hope my Reiki teacher master is watching Cindy Parker. God bless you. I hope you're feeling okay. (laughs) And um, so I was starting to see people uh, around people I was working on. And I thought, are these past lives? What am I looking at? You know? And so I start, I started to recognize that I saw people and I'd be doing things like walking my dogs in Pennsylvania. And I would look up and there would be this Mennonite gentleman uh, pushing a wheelbarrow and you could only see him from the knees up. And I thought, okay, that's weird. And I saw more and more of these coincidences were happening or synchronicities, if you want to call them. So, um, when I moved to Sarasota, Florida, my intent was to go to massage school, which I did. And I found this little church. Uh, it was called the Shrine of the Master at the time. And um, I attended a service. There were two gentlemen giving messages to the audience uh, from spirit. And I looked at them and I said, that's what I want to do. So I took my <laughs> training there. And uh, I was just amazed. You know, I was like, here it is. Everything I read, here it is. They're actually doing it. So, and I received the message and it was um, powerful and enlightening and freeing. And I said, that's what I want to do. So I trained there for a couple of years and worked there, worked and uh, I'm still affiliated. I'm an associate minister there at the Sarasota Center of Light. And we're closed due to COVID, but we have a few little things going on. And uh, that's what took off for me. And it was been uh, about 15 years now since I first started doing that. And um, I learned that I had an ability. I learned I had uh, a psychic ability, which I didn't really understand the difference between psychic and mediumship. So I learned that. And uh, mediums are, most mediums are psychic, but not all psychics are mediums. So that's the differential there. And I tend to work both ways. Primarily, I think I feel that my uh, sole purpose is to speak with your departed loved ones. Mm-hmm. And because we can learn a lot from those who have had a life here and made their transition to heaven, they've gone through their life review, they've shared their regrets with me, they've shared what they've learned on the other side, and they really teach us how to live so that we can live without regrets. If there's something here that we need, uh, a fence to mend, a build to bridge, you know, building a bridge or talking with somebody we haven't talked to in 30 years. This is the time to do it because it's only going to show up on your radar later on the other side. So I am glad to and feel very honored to speak with your loved ones. And I learn a lot from them and I enjoy meeting your family and spirit and what they have to, to offer us. 
um, as far as lessons. So I've learned quite a bit and I really enjoy it. And that's basically what I do. I, I have taught classes. Uh, probably maybe we'll be teaching some classes here on uh, Goldilocks Productions. We'll see. And uh, because of COVID, you know, um, it's opened up a lot of doors for a lot of uh, TV show hosts and shows become popular. And this has become a way of life now. Uh, video, turns out FaceTime readings and phone. I always did phone readings. I started doing phone readings many years ago, did probably 15 years ago, because I didn't have clients in Sarasota. So I started, you know, a few, you know, we have a few come psychic fair, but they weren't booking me personally. So because there's a big price differential there, you know, when you work for a psychic fair for a church, you're not making that much. And it's more of a service. Um, and when, when you work for yourself, it's a business. So there is a price difference and I'm okay with that, but I needed more clients really. So I started asking people that I knew to refer me to anyone anywhere. And that's how I ended up getting clients in uh, Vietnam, Canada, Brazil, the UK, uh, and all across the United States. So I worked by phone primarily. I wasn't doing video at the time. Video was a stumbling block, you know, but I got it. Um, I didn't think I could do it initially, but I got it. But I do much better on the phone because, A, number one, I can do it in my pajamas. Um, B, you know, number two, I don't have to please you. I don't have to look for your reaction. I just Mm -hmm. give what I'm getting. I don't have to say, is she taking that or not taking that? And this is sort of like that. This setup is sort of like that. So it works for me. But... um, as far as private readings, I'd open an office here in Sarasota, but I have closed it temporarily due to COVID. So I'm not doing that many privates. Um, I have a couple of groups I'm going to do, but it'll be uh, in person, but everybody's going to be masked up. <laughs> you know, I just don't want to bring it home or I don't want to give it to anybody if I have it, you know. So better safe than sorry, ride this storm out. But uh, that's about me. And then I got the opportunity. I had a radio show. Uh, Society Bites Radio Network for a year with them. And then Society Bites Radio, I had a radio show and interviewed people uh, from all over the world and uh, made a lot of contacts. And I did that for a year. And then the opportunity to do radio with uh, Goldilocks Productions came up and I took that. And then that turned into video to uh, TV here. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I've been doing this now uh, probably a year. And uh, I really enjoy being with Goldilocks Productions. A lot of fun. So um, so that's pretty much my story. I, I live here in Sarasota. I have a quiet life, really. Um, <laughs> you know, and I love it. I'm retired from my full-time job. I did this part-time for 12 years. And I did what my What was full- your line of work before? What, what, were you, what was your background before? Um, I worked in uh, a medical office. Uh, medical transcription and medical records. And I worked at a hospital in Pennsylvania and a hospital in New Jersey and uh, worked for some big corporations years ago when I first started. So I finally retired. I'd had enough. I physically got exhausted from doing both. And so I took early retirement. So now I do this full time and I really love it. I love it. Well, I was wondering how much, um, you had to transition from, you know, your regular job into this way of life. Sometimes it's difficult for people to transition because of their belief systems or because of their training. I know a, a, a gal that was a um, toxicologist and then she started seeing angels and she would paint them. And so it was like a whole radical shift. So that was the reason I was asking that there was a oh. radical transition for you. No, not at all, because um, it gave me the opportunity to do more of it. Uh, you know, I'd be working Monday to Friday and then packing up Friday night and going to an event Saturday up in St. Pete or down in Naples, uh-huh. uh, sometimes two-day events, driving home, um, stuff like that. So I'm glad to not be doing that right now. <laughs> it's a lot with a full-time job. So now, you know, I don't go that far out of Sarasota, I stay put. Mm-hmm. And I got that name, actually. I'm not like saying, oh, you know, I'm all that in Sarasota. I got that name from my international clients. Oh, which uh-huh. referred to me as that's um, psychic from Sarasota. And um, so that kind of stuck. And so I, I took the name and ran with it. So sorry if anybody's offended by that, but, but I'm pretty darn good. So I'm, I'm going to take it. You'll take it. 
Yeah. Well, tell us about your psychic boot camp mediumship. Tell me about that. Well, um, psychic boot camp is an exploration of um, psychic gifts for people who don't know anything about anything, but they may have a propensity, like either they see things or they like tarot or the pendulum or how to see auras, that kind of thing. So it would be like an intense call boot camp because it's like an intense, every week was a different um, angle on the psychic arts. Uh And that would introduce people to some of their gifts. And then, um, then if they wanted to go on to mediumship, which often happens, you know, people will um, start seeing spirit or getting the impression of spirit. People in boot camp learn their clairs, clairsentient, clairvoyance, you know, what these things are and explore some avenues that are are of interest to them. Uh And the reason we call it boot camp is because it's boot camp. We, you know, it's fast, furious, and we, you know, it's your job to work that ability. So boot camp is for you to discover your ability and then run with it. And mediumship is to me, uh, a lot of mediums out there and a lot of people work very differently. Um, But I believe in, there is a standard of mediumship and um, I belong to the Afterlife Connect group, which is sets the standard in psychotherapy and mediumship. And they are very well, they train people. They're very well uh, connected Um, they explore the scientific angle of mediumship, you know, very interesting work, trance, sand, all of these things I've done. And, um, so it's very interesting field and it's taken very seriously. It's not, it is a religion for some people, spiritualists, uh, embrace this afterlife connection as part of their religion and dogma, if you want to call it that. And they take it very seriously, the messages that come through. So, um, I take it very seriously. I try to be as evidential as possible. There has to be a quality to it. There has to be a purpose to it. There's a formula to it. And I embrace that training. So that's that's pretty much, I'm a little different because I can be very adamant about what I believe in and the quality of mediumship. So I can basically be a pain in the ass, you know, about it. <laughs> um, you know, I watched a service uh, yesterday and it was very good, but there the mediums, as we were saying, were too long. I trained to do very quick uh, messages to a congregation so I could cover more people. Mm-hmm. And that's how we roll. But some, the British style is more lengthy. But to me, that's private reading. But whatever. Mm-hmm. But everybody works a little differently, you know. And my last question before we're going to go on to some of the private readings is have you seen a lot of growth and change with the interest in the last 15 years that you've been doing this? Can you, can you share oh. with me where you started oh, to, yeah. to the current day? Uh, you know, it's, it's good because when I first started, this was just becoming exposed to the mainstream uh, like audience, like with Sylvia Brown, John Edwards became very popular at that time. Uh, This was before Long Island Medium, who I adore. I adore all these people. Um, And they're very good. Uh, Another one is James Von Prague. Now, he became very well-known. Watching them now, I have a different appreciation. You know, I'll be like, wow, that was a good piece of evidence. Um, Some people, I get a little, maybe I'm a little egotistical, but I'll be like, "Mm, I could have done that better. You know, know, I'm just being honest. And uh, But I appreciate the work. And I think it gives... Um, a validation and exposure to people and an appreciation for what this work is about. Um, It's not all smoke and mirrors. It's not woo-woo. There's a general feeling that your loved ones are around you and you can connect too. The, The thing about having a medium do this for you is the medium is impartial. The medium is objective. We just get the information. It doesn't mean anything to us. It has to mean something to you. And it has to be evidential. Can't just be like, oh, your father's here with flowers. Okay, well, that's nice. But, you know, what was the father like? And you have to give some evidence so people know who you're talking about. So the work, because of fraud accusations and things like that, the work has to be very well done. Uh, And that's the responsibility of a medium is to present this work 
um, with empathy, sympathy, objectivity, and uh, honesty. Mm-hmm. You know, integrity. So, yeah, yeah. That's my lecture for today. <laughs> say say that again. That's my lecture for today. Oh, oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. It's sacred work and there is a responsibility because people are right. are trusting in you and are grieving and, and are in, sometimes in a fragile state. And so, yeah, you know, you want to have you want to be able to have the integrity and be able to do the best that you can uh, to serve them to the best of your ability. So that's that's wonderful. I'm glad that you shared that because that's really, really important to be able to to honor what you're doing and, and be of service, you know, in a genuine, pure way. So I have several people here who have already um, given me some of their questions. So I don't know if you're ready to start work. Sure, sure. <laughs> okay. Um, I have the first name. I don't know what all you need, but Lisa uh, from New Jersey. Her husband was killed in the nine. Excuse me, the um, in the twin towers in nine eleven. His name is Teddy, and she'd like to receive a message from him if that is possible. First thing I get. Um, is a gold watch. That's the first thing I get. Uh, so I don't know what that means for her. Uh, it could be either she gave him that it was significant to him or he got that on the job as like a marking a special event and anniversary. So I see this. That's what he's holding up. I feel as if um, he's apologizing because uh, perhaps he was not found immediately or something like that. Okay. So he apologizes in spirit to her about that. There may have been, or maybe the delay in her being notified. That was pretty common. Um, as I recall, because there was so much going on. Um, I also feel, was this gentleman, did you mention, um, I know there were a lot of offices, was he, uh, my question would be, I feel like he's in the, like either cop, fireman, something related to this, to his passing. Either he was a, a first responder or he was found by first responder. So that's here. Okay. Um, wants to talk about, I believe there's a daughter, at least one daughter. I don't know if you can validate any of this, Leah, but. Um, well, he worked in, I think he was a trader. So he probably was found. Okay, by so he was like the Wall they, Street type. Yeah. Yeah. And he ha- he does have one daughter. Okay. So I want to say, so the first response must be that he was found. Um, so that would indicate to me he was found. um shortly after this tragedy, because it wasn't like a recovery, you know, it wasn't like search and rescue after that. Does that make sense? Like he was found when it happened. Uh-huh. Um, but there was a delay in notifying her. So that's what he's apologizing for. He's apologizing for even being there and to have, he feels as if he has left her bereft is the word that I get, which is quite understandable. Um, I want to let her know that he has watched the daughter grow up. There may be a son as well, but um, he talks about younger people and he wants to let her know. And I also feel like there's uh, an athletic proudness here with him, like softball or something, or he watched it or he participated. But I want to, he's giving me a baseball reference that he slid into home, meaning he slid into heaven, that there was no, I don't want her to be concerned about suffering or that he was lost or hanging out. That did not happen. Uh, He was greeted. And I feel as if I want to talk about his mother or her mother. I want to say something about the mother. So maybe she has passed or she uh, has joined him since, but well, a lot of love to her. And also uh, he felt bad that she has been shouldering. She has been shouldering the burden of the family and he wants to thank her. Also, I also feel there's a Catholicism here. Like, I feel like there was a mass said or something like that. So I feel like there's a Catholic, uh, either someone said a mass for him or he had a mass as a funeral or celebration of life. There's something here about uh, Catholicism here. 
So I want to thank her for that. I also want to talk about, uh, I feel she has a new car. There was a new new vehicle. She was really left holding the bag. Um, and I feel there was, of course, there was more than one memorial service for the group of people that he was with. So it wasn't just him. It was others around him in the same company or the same, okay. Um, he just shows me like them leaving the earth plane at the same time. So I don't know if that's helpful to her or not. Um, but I want to let her know he is aware of the daughter. And I also feel there's a celebration like graduation or, um, a birthday here, maybe because September 11th is coming up. Maybe that's what he's, but I feel this is a happy time. He wants to celebrate a happy time regarding the daughter. So it could be a wedding, graduation, something like that. He is aware of that. So, Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I know she'll appreciate that. Okay. I hope it's helpful. And I hope I have her husband. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What little I know um, uh, about him. uh, Yeah, that sounds accurate to me. So, okay. So we have Joanne and her dad, Art, passed, and uh, her mother is still alive, and she lives with Joanne. And she wanted to know if her dad, Art, had anything to say to her mom because um, I believe Art's brother has passed away, and the mother is feeling depressed, and she's wanting to know if, if her dad has anything to say about her mother and if her mother's getting ready to transition, if Art happens to know that. Um, Art would not know that uh, he would say, this is Joanne's dad, and the message is uh, in spirit, and the message is for the mother who is still here. I would say that Art is holding a place for mom. I want to talk about spaghetti for some reason, lasagna, spaghetti, something like that. I don't know why. Um, I want to say to her, to mom, I have a place for you, but it's not your time yet. Excuse me. I feel um, a heaviness here. I feel like there's a heart issue between one of them, either mom or dad that's passed. I feel like there's a heart thing with someone that's passed over there. Um, This could be from art. Um, He's talking about like comrades, like he met up with others that he knew. Uh, So he's not alone. Mm -hmm. He speaks of his mother. So I don't know if his mother has transitioned, but um, he wants to particularly talk to Joanne and say, thank you for taking care of mom. Um, It's not her time yet. She's got some time left. And when she, when she lets go, he says, he's, he's kind of showing me a picture of her holding on to like a, a rail, like she's holding on, like, I don't think I want to go yet. And uh, when she's ready to let go, I will be, I will catch her. Hmm. Um, How oh, nice. Yeah. A lot of you, like I've seen a lot of dance music from the fifties, fifties <laughs> and maybe sixties. Like I feel this is something they shared. I'm seeing LPs or 45s. Uh-huh. And uh, seeing a stereo, that's like, you know, the old stereos that were like furniture, you know, they were big cabinets. Remember those? And I feel yeah. like that uh-huh. was, was part of the life. I also have a martini glass here, so I don't know if that is relevant, but uh, maybe they were sociable. Uh-huh. He goes back to when his, he is reminding her, I don't know who had the red hair. I don't know who has the red hair. Um He's, he's showing me that picture, but he's also saying to Joanne, "You, when I when I first jet, met your mother, she was. He's showing me in her younger days, and she's quite sassy, you know. And he's rem- and that's the way he remembers his wife. Uh-huh. And uh, he said, so there's going to be a lot of dancing when she joins him." And um, they'll be in the prime of their life again. So I do feel they were sociable. I do feel 
Uh, there were, you know, cocktails there. I do feel there was music on the stereo. And uh, I have braids for her, so I don't know if Joanne can take that. But I feel like I have, she's showing me braids. And uh, refers to her as a little, I feel like I want to put a little crown on her head. Like she's uh-huh. the princess. Okay. Uh-huh. Like I feel you will always be my baby. Oh, and I want sweet. to thank you for oh. taking care of me. Oh, how sweet. I've got a yellow canary going here. So I don't know if she lost a canary or a parakeet or something, but he's got some birds yeah. here. So I hope that is helpful to her. And Linda is Joanne's sister and Art's other daughter. And she wanted to know if there was a message from her dad for her in particular. So if Art had anything to say to Linda. He's showing me books. So I don't know if she's writing a book, reading a book, if she's a reader, avid reader, or she's in education. Um, but I'm being shown books. So, and I feel like he's showing me an alarm clock. So I don't know if, if she is out of work, going back to work, like she has to reset the alarm now uh-huh. after this COVID thing and go back to work. But he, I feel like, or he, it may be significant in that he's saying, time's up. You know, you need to get cracking on this. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel there's something he's supporting her in further education or going back to work or something about education. So I, I want to let her know dad is aware of that. And again, he is showing me, he shows me the back of the, the his daughter's heads. And one <laughs> I had seen as a young girl with the, with the part down the back and two like braids. And uh-huh. this sister, I see a ponytail in the back. Um, you will always be that to me. And um, he hopes this is what happens when they have a life review. He says, I hope I was a big enough dad, a big enough that, uh, I gave you what you deserved in life. I hope that I was the dad that you needed. Oh, how so, nice. Yeah. So that is for That's her. Sweet. Very yeah. proud of both of them. Um, and he talks about grandma. So, I, I think maybe he's trying to say his mother is over there. That's uh-huh. what he was alluding to. But I want to let them both know how proud he is. And um, he said, now, if I were you. Can, can I, I was you for a second? No great adventure ever started with, so there I was on the couch. Adventure should be fun. Adventure should be rugged. Adventure should take you someplace new. And if you ask me, there's no better place to start your adventure this spring than at your local Honda dealer, where new Hondas are arriving daily. Check out the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, Accord, Civic, and more. So you can stay on the couch if you want to, but I'm going to find adventure in a new Honda. Hurry into your local Honda dealer before they're gone. I'm sorry. Sure. Linda was Linda was just commenting that that her mom and dad loved to dance and they were very social. Oh, good. Okay, good. You know, when you don't get feedback, you don't know if you're off the rail or what. You know. And he said that she called his. He called her Queen Anne. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> sorry, I have good. to see my glasses to look in. Sorry, people. So, uh, sorry to interrupt you. I just wanted to be. Oh, that's that okay. Left. I wanted to tell you. Oh, thank you, thank you. Validation always helps. Uh, you have to have that because then you know you're connected and you're not just uh-huh. reading somebody else's parents, you know. <laughs> um, but he did want to say about mom that when she lets go, um, there's going to be a lot of dancing over there and a lot of friendship because some of their friends, their joint friends are over there already. Mm-hmm. So he's really saying to her mother, to to his wife, you're kind of holding up the party. <laughs> You know, yeah. but we'll, we'll, we're willing to wait for you. We'll, we'll party on. So, but yeah. he's very proud of his, his children. So oh. I'll leave it Thank at that. You. That's so. really nice. You're welcome. Thank you, Linda, for that comment, those comments Thank you. to validate. So thank you. And then we have Jared, whose grandmother passed, and, she, and he wanted to know if his grandmother had any messages, messages for him. Her name was Marilyn. Jared. Um, I have a lady here, a grandmother figure who, uh, I feel like old school cooking. I see one of the old round colanders and I see her splitting peas. So I hope this is his grandmother. 
I feel like somebody who did everything that way. It, the ingredients were fresh. They were, may have been grown right there. Um, and preparation, food preparation, um, like old style. You know, I'm seeing an older kitchen with the Formica table, you know, those old Formica tables. And she used that table for everything. She wrote letters on it. She drank coffee on it. She served the meals on it. She rolled yeah. out pie crust on it. She, um, I think she hemmed things on it, you know, sewed things on it. That was her workspace. That table was everything. It was the hub of the family and it was her hub. Um, I want to say to him, I feel like she's saying to me, I hope this is relevant. She says, you got your marching orders. So I don't know if that means he's going through a separation. He got a new job and he's got the details of what he has to do. Um, but I feel that, you know, she's like, okay, you got your marching orders now. You know, don't look for me to, to validate this for you. You know what you need to do. And um, <laughs> she, sh- I feel like I have a, a lighter haired gentleman uh, boy here. She's showing me as a fair haired boy that he's her fair haired boy. I think they had a very good relationship. Mm-hmm. And I see him like throwing rocks. Yeah, he skipped pebbles in yeah. a pond. I, f- I feel that kind of vibration. So she says, okay, you got your orders now. You know what you got to do. And um, she's also talking about showing me a foot bath. Take it one step at a time. Uh, and I want to say um, she's delight. He's remarkable. She says he's remarkable, remarkably resilient or remarkable. So, uh, and she says, I couldn't be prouder. Now I have someone else in spirit with her that takes his cap off to him, to the grandson. And it's sort of like he's doing this. So I don't know if he's saluting or he's letting, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure who this is. This could be her husband. Uh, but I feel as if there's a commonality between the grandson and this gentleman. So maybe they were in the same line of work. Maybe they're in the military. Maybe they're cops. I don't know. Something like that. But I feel like. Uh-huh. I also get the word chips ahoy, so I don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm not sure about that. They give me cliches because it's faster. Uh-huh. Um, he likes to travel. Okay. A lot of postcards. I feel like postcards, like they used, maybe he sent her postcards. Mm-hmm. Don't know. But I'm seeing them from different places. He's like... Um, uh, a rolling stone, they're saying to me. He would, he would get that. He's like a rolling stone. No more gathers on this boy. Is that true? <laughs> he is my adopted spiritual son. Yes. Oh, okay. Is any of this yes. re- relevant to him? Oh, well, he is a rolling stone. <laughs> okay. okay. Sorry, I'm laughing. I was, no, good. good. I'm glad you can take it. <laughs> what? I'm glad you can take it because, you know, you spurt stuff out. That's the thing about mediumship. It's like, you know, you stand there like jumping off a cliff without a parachute. You really don't know. You really have to trust in what you're getting and give it and hope it's right. You know, hope it applies. Yeah. Yeah. He's got Anthony's pants. He can't stay. He can't stay still long. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's funny. She's very proud of him. So I hope this is his grandmother. It's somebody's grandmother. <laughs> I hope yeah, it's him. It's, it, I'm sure it's his grandmother. So Okay, good. So just let her know if I've, I've adopted him as his, as, as his mother. So. Oh, she's got a prayer book for you. <laughs> I need a prayer. For, oh, God. <laughs> I know Jared's watching. Okay, Jared. <laughs> yeah. She's showing me a prayer book, her old prayer book. <laughs> yeah. With the um, the red ribbon and you would mark the page. And uh, so I think she's saying, I think that's her way of saying thank you. Oh, thank you for yeah. being a spiritual advisor to him. Yeah. He's a good boy. So. Okay. Yeah. Good. He's got a good heart. So. Good. Oh, that's nice. Okay. I'll take the prayer book. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just chuckling. Make me laugh. Good. So I guess we'll move on. And Joanne's husband, John, uh, has passed away, and she wanted to know if there was a message from John for her, Joanne, to Joanne, excuse me. 
Is this an accident? Is there an accident involved here? Car accident, some kind of accident. Yeah, I don't know. I feel sudden. Uh, sudden passing. So I don't know if he was. I don't feel it's an illness. I could be unless I don't have her husband. But uh, I feel I have a gentleman here who's talking about an accident. And I feel a sudden death. Um, if that is not him, if that's not her husband, I'm sorry. It might be somebody connected to them. Joanne's husband passed. There are rosary beads here. So I don't know if there's Catholicism here as well in this family. But I have rosary beads being held out. And I'm being shown a big heart, so which could indicate a matter of death or uh, I'm not trying to hedge. I'm just trying to interpret what why he's showing me this. I think it's a big I love you. And it could also mean February 14th, you know, however you want to take this. I feel a lot of love for her. Thank you for keeping the home fires burning. I don't think she was prepared to take this task on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very hard being the survivor. When somebody passes, when your when your spouse passes, it's very hard to take the role. You know, not only are you lonely and you've lost your other half, but you have the responsibilities. And I, I think that he feels for her in that. Uh, there was a question of money or there was a question of probate, something about that. Uh, I almost feel like an unpreparedness here. That gives me a feeling of not ready to go. But I want to let you know I arrived safely. It's like he showed me a train station and uh, a train and it pulls up to the station and he gets off the train. He was like, okay, this is it. This is heaven. This is where you go. Like that's how he arrived in heaven. He got off the train. Um, he is enjoying himself. I have uh, someone to say rusty, somebody named rusty or something like that. And I, I feel a dog here big. Like I feel uh, long haired dogs. Um, so there's a dog here to greet him. I want to let you know that he was greeted by a, a pet, I feel, a dog. I hope this is her husband, because if it's not, um, it's somebody else's husband. But in, in all honesty, I get this big heart, and I, I really feel this is, um, I feel like a, a lot of family, like a close-knit family, an extended family, and I feel everything is family with Joanne and her husband that passed. Mm-hmm. Everything was family. I hope she can take that. And I also want to say to her, um, I pr- I'm proud of what you have become. So I think she has taken a lot of things in stride um, and will continue and made a life for herself, I hope, Mm-hmm. Uh, or if that is to come. So I want to let her know he is very proud of her for shouldering this and uh, proud of what she is becoming. Okay. All right. Thank you. Then we have uh, Joan, her mother, Ruby. Uh, Joanne wanted to know uh, if there was a message from her mother, Ruby, about her getting focused and on task with her life. Cause I so funny. She showed me a hummingbird. Um, so like a Ruby throated hummingbird. I think that's what she's trying to say. Yep. I'm here. My name is Ruby. Oh, mm-hmm. it's quite gay. Um, I, I feel like I had a long, boring illness or debilitation. Uh, like I wasn't, I didn't have all of my faculties, or I, physically, I don't know how she was mentally, but she's talking about physically. And I want to say, um, I am free of all that. I am free of that. So I want to let her daughter know her mother is free of this. So I know there was a rheumatoid or something going on here that her mother was not able to move as well. And she was quite a, um, I feel when I look at her younger like uh, maybe her in the 50s or 60s, I feel feel more like 50s almost, uh, 1950s. I feel like I have this red dress with a white collar and white polka dots on. I see her like turning, sitting on like a stool or something, like turning around. Uh, like I caught a glimpse of her among people, like could be at an ice cream parlor or at a bar or a, or a diner or something like that. And I see her turning around. 
So she's going back to those times when she looked her best. Mm-hmm. She feels maybe when Joan was small. I also feel there too, maybe two children. Maybe there's someone else besides Joan. More kids. Um, this is interesting. She shows me Hiawatha. She's saying Hiawatha. So I don't know if there was some in American Indian contact here or something, the locale or the family. Don't know. But anyway, she says Hiawatha to me. Um, I want to let Joan know. I feel Joan is filling. I don't know if Joan is doing something that um, uh, her father did or something in the family. Someone in the family did the same thing or she's following some. She says you're following in big footsteps and you're doing very well. That's kind of what I get. I see a lot of sequins. Like I see a lot of beadwork, handwork. So I don't know if mom did this or she liked to dress that way or that is significant. Like there's some kind of beadwork going on here. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I want to let Joan know her mom is fine. I think she has a, a girlfriend or a sister with her. There could be as many as three together, like the three musketeers, her mother and two others, two other women. And she also talks about an uncle, which would be a brother or an uncle on either side. But I want to say in, in a flashy car. So those were the days. Those were the days getting in the car, going to the soda fountain, the bar, whatever it was. The music is playing. Those were the days. And um, I want to let Joan know that her mother is, uh, she has the thing for hummingbirds. I think that's why she has that name, the ruby-throated hummingbird. And she has the thing she's showing me that. So that may be a symbol for Joan. I don't know if she sees them where she lives. We get them down here. Um and I, I also feel she's cradling a baby. Mm-hmm. So I hope that is helpful. And I hope that she can take that message. Okay. Thank you. And then we have Anne who wants her mother's name's Patricia. And she wanted to know if there was a message from her mother, Patricia. Boy, I get up. If she's my sister's name, Patricia, my oldest sister. And something about Patricia is these are feisty people. You know, I always think of like Patricia O'Neill, you know, the actress. There's a feistiness to people named Patricia. And I get that, that essence with Anne's mom. She's saying something about Anne's middle name. I don't know if Anne shares her mother's middle name or Patricia gave Anne a significant middle name. Uh, again, I feel some kind of, I want to see, say Cecilia or CC, something like that. Uh, St. Cecilia, I don't know if that's relevant. Um, she's showing me when she passed like the life force just drained out of her. Like she felt like if she was in a hospital bed or on a bed or a stretcher or something, I feel it's illness related. I feel like she's showing me all of her essence just draining out of her. And like, if you could imagine spreading to a puddle on the floor, this is unusual. I don't usually see this kind of thing. So what she's saying, I think what she's saying to me is, I just kind of melted away. I just kind of left that body was not significant anymore. Um, she's a striking woman at one time. She's reminded, she's like, I was a striking woman. I said, yes, you are. I want to let you know, I don't have any of that. She's talking about knees. So I don't know if her knees bothered her, but she is on the other side. And I feel an artistic, crafty kind of vibe going on. And I want to, and I feel like I'm painting. So maybe she did this here or maybe she's exploring that, but she's like, I almost have a feeling with her that, that people thought Patricia left too soon. 
but she said, it's okay by me. I want to let you know it's okay by me. And I'm being shown a medal. Maybe it's a, a religious medal of some sort. She has a fondness for a cat. There's a cat past, and I have a cat here. Um, and a tuba. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody played in a marching band, or she liked that kind of, I don't know what that means, but I'll bring it. Patricia, tell me what you're, saying Anne Margaret. So I don't know if she means the actress or this is a name for someone. Um, Mom is fine. I want to let you know I'm fine. Like when I left that body, I left it like you would drop. I get it. I was seeing like the essence ooze out of her and make a puddle on the floor. But more what it's more or less like, you know how you change your clothes, you take your clothes off and you drop them on the floor and you put something new on. She said, that's how I felt when I passed. I dro- This dropped on the floor and I, I put this new um, persona or garment on and walked to the light. So I want to let, mm-hmm. that's how she describes her passing to me. So I hope that is meaningful. There's a small dog here too, but she's talking about a cat and there's a small bouncy kind of dog over there too. And so I want to let you know we're all well, all is well. Mm-hmm. And she does remind Anne to be careful driving. I don't know. I don't know why she's saying that, but so I'll pass that on. I hope that was meaningful to her. Significant. Okay. And we have, um, well, we have some more, but we don't have time. But we, uh, let's see if we can get this one in. Um, Karen wanted to know about her nephew, uh, what the future holds for him. I don't know if you can get this or not. He's very sickly living with his mother. I think he has like a tracheotomy. Uh, So Karen was wanting to know if there was anything you could tell about her nephew, Michael. He feels very trapped in that body. Um, I feel like a slow, progressive illness with this. Um, In his heart, uh, this is not the way he wants to live his life. I'll just put that out there. I don't know what that means. I'm not going to interpret it. I'm just saying. Um, I think there's always a desire or wish to be um, athletic and strong, but I don't know if he ever was. I think the desire, the way he he pictured life, I feel as if this is not how he pictured his life would go. However, there is a grain in him that has a smile when she walks in the room or his mother or somebody walks in the room, there is a smile from him in spite of what he's physically going through. Um, so there's a cheerfulness and there is a loving with him and he appreciates being taken care of. He feels a burden. I, If he said, if I could go tomorrow, I would. But I know that uh, I have things to do here still. So he says, I'm kind of toughing it out. But he envisions himself a lot more physically adept and physically stronger. So I don't know if he ever was, but he is uh, portraying that is his desire. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like there's some kind of injections he's telling me some kind of injections that might be helpful to him he says it's not as bad as it looks he's, he's that's what i kind of get from him this looks bad but it's not it's not as bad like don't get hysterical this isn't as bad as it looks mm-hmm. i feel like he's that kind of guy like he would want to spare his family from f- pitying pitying him or being a burden on them when he wants, when he can check out, he will. Mm-hmm. He said, if I can't get better, um, like a lot of us, we envision our death differently. He didn't envision this for himself. You know, we didn't, nobody envisions having a stroke or being paralyzed or nobody envisions that for himself. Okay. And he certainly did not envision this, yeah. but um, he's trying to keep a brave face for his family. So, 
He talks about April. April is a significant month. So I don't know if it's somebody's birthday. And also, um, he's talking about the month of September. Could be a birthday in there or something, an anniversary when this happened. I feel as if he he's explaining to me uh, his health went like this it, on a decline. So, but he's still he's still the same person in here. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. And then another quick question because our time's running short. One other thing I wanted to just give you quick. Oh, he shows me the um, dove of peace, beautiful white dove here for his family. Okay. And Marissa wanted to know if her dad is at peace. Her dad was named Alfred, but they called him Freddie. Feel like I want to sing that song. I'm a gambling man. I don't know why. Um. He says, at peace, I'm having the time of my life. (laughs) (laughs) I think he had some issues here. Um, I think he was like a roadie. I want to say roadie. I don't know why. I feel like a roadie. I don't know if he means like a rock band roadie or Mm -hmm. just on the road all the time or hit the road, Jack, or what. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I'm a gambling man. Uh Um, no, he was not at peace with himself entirely while he was here. Is this her dad? Yes. Who is this? It's her dad. Yeah, it's her dad. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I didn't quite measure up. He said, I didn't quite measure up. But my love for you is tenfold. I want to let you know that. Mm-hmm. And maybe I did not do everything I should have done. But I want to let you know I am here for you. I have your back. And um, I listen to you. He says, mm-hmm. I listen to you. Even when you're mad at me. I listen to you mm-hmm. so he can hear you. And he says, you just keep letting it out. And I want to be, and he puts his arm around her. It's like, they're both sitting on the bed and he puts his arm around her shoulder this way. And he says, I got you. So I want to let you know that he feels if he did not measure up here, he's trying to do his best from over there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Talking about a ring too. So she may have a ring of his, but he says, I'm having the time of my life over here. I'm fine. <laughs> oh, good. Thank you so much. That was fabulous. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And can you go ahead and give your uh, contact and your website for those who'd like to, to get a reading from you? We just have a few oh, sure. here. There it is, carolannacary.com, uh, my unusual spelling. Someday I'll tell you that story. Um, I would love to be your spirit connection, so please contact me for a reading. I do half hour to 45-minute readings. Um, I don't always judge. I try to keep them short. And I try to keep the cost down. But uh, so please contact me. You can text me or email me for that. And please tune in to my show this week, Thursday night. We have psychic numerologist, Joanne Leo. She's the soul reader. You got you to gotta get on the show this Thursday night, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard, in the psychic flow. Special guest, Joanne Leo, psychic Joanne Leo. So it's going to be a blast. Put your seatbelt on and join us. <laughs> Well, thank you. You've been a pleasure. You've been a delight. Thank you for sharing all your wisdom and your gifts uh, to these lovely folks who I know that it was really meaningful for them. And I want to thank you again for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. And thank you for being my guest today. And just um, go with many blessings in your heart as you're just sharing so many blessings for other people. So back at you. So My pleasure. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's Carolyn Carey. Tune into her show in the Psychic Flow Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So I just want to share that next week I am going to be inter- interviewing Tiffany White Sage Woman. Here she is, the producer of Goldilocks Productions. We're going to talk about some esoteric topics. So tune in for my show with Tiffany next Monday. So I'll be back again. And every Monday morning I channel the mystical teachings of Mary Magdalene. I bring those f- form in transcript form in my Facebook. So if you'd like to subscribe to that and receive Mary Magdalene's messages, please contact me at leechapin at gmail.com. Go to my website, leechapin.com. Also put those in audio recording. You can find those on my YouTube channel. Again, if you Google Lee Chapin YouTube, you can find my YouTube channel. I have a listing of all those weekly Mary Magdalene messages and Jeshua mystical teachings that I've done for Probably now 15, 17 years, I've been bringing the messages from the Holy Family since 1997 and been bringing those messages forward in the transcripts and in the audio for many, many, many years. 
And so I, tomorrow I will be teaching my monthly Christ Mastery Teachings class from my book that I channeled back in 2003, The 12 Mastery Teachings of Christ. I will be channeling Lesson 8, the Lesson on Faith. Every month I go through one of the lessons. Uh, these are the essence of Christ's teachings, helping us through troubled times, and we all need a bit of faith in terms of getting, going through what is happening in the world and holding on to, as they say, higher wisdom. Oops, as I lose my phone, pardon me. And then, excuse me, I have my book, Divine Union, The Love Story of Jesus and Mary Magdalene, that was published three years ago, which is as relevant today as it was when I first wrote it. It is a timeless story of Mary Magdalene and Jesus' love story and how they are twin flames. Those books are available both on my website, leechapin.com, also available on Amazon. I have those in audiobook as well, so you can find the audiobook version of the 12 Mastery Teachings and Divine Union on my website. And if you have any interest in receiving uh, my daily, excuse me, daily Christ messages, I also bring forth a daily message to help people again during these troubled times. It's a small meditation that I'm doing every Monday excuse me, every morning, excuse me, I've been doing that for, uh, since April, bringing a, a small meditation through, calling it the, the Daily Christ Meditations through these troubled times. So if you have any interest in receiving a calmness and a meditation, please contact me at leechapin.com. Uh, you can go to my website again to take a look at my channeled readings. I work with the Ascended Masters, the Angelic Realm. I am a psychotherapist, and I provide both my psychotherapy training and expertise with my ability to hear spirit to help people understand their life issues. So I'm a spiritual psychotherapist, as I call it, and bring forth uh, an understanding to people with, again, their life challenges. So take a look at my website. Uh, and once again, next week, we will have Tiffany White Sage Woman. We will be sharing a bit about what's happening currently with current events, uh, what's happening with this new energy, uh, perhaps a bit about the 88 Gateway and these new beginnings. And again, today, if you wish to receive the audio message from Christ today about these new beginnings and the new energies that are here on the planet, take a look at my YouTube channel and you'll find that audio there on uh, the top page. So go in peace. Again, I want to thank Caroline Carey for being my guest. Have a blessed day. Uh, be kind to one another and take some time and relax. Get out in nature. And really be the change you wish to see. You are the light of the world. Namaste to each of you. Have a blessed day. Thank you again for being with me. Become a Goldilocks Productions VIP patron. Receive exclusive access to live stream special and other epic perks. Join the Goldilocks Productions VIP community today. No great adventure ever started with, so there I was on the couch. Adventure should be fun. Adventure should be rugged. Adventure should take you someplace new. And if you ask me, there's no better place to start your adventure this spring than at your local Honda dealer, where new Hondas are arriving daily. Check out the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, Accord, Civic, and more. So you can stay on the couch if you want to, but I'm going to find adventure in a new Honda. Hurry into your local Honda dealer before they're gone. You like jazz. Your passenger likes country. You settle on blues. This is the only kind of compromise you can expect inside a Lexus hybrid vehicle. That's because a Lexus hybrid is designed to go beyond compromise. Go far without having to recharge. Go fast with a formidable gasoline electric powertrain. Go with all the luxury of a Lexus. So, if you ever find yourself compromising in a Lexus hybrid, it won't be our fault. Click the banner to discover more. Lexus. Experience amazing. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.